Choose Life here with Glasgow, Scotland, like we do every week. I looked at the clock and I'm like, oh, it hasn't, but the Zoom hasn't started. We must all be having an interesting, I'm waiting for the Zoom to start. For the host, I've, I've picked out my poems for today. I'm actually super, super stoked. Uh, I have, I'm really, really excited about the poems I chose today. And I uh, can't wait to read them. But the Zoom will show up soon. And until then, I'll get the special music going. Oh, where is it? There it is. Hey, the sun came out. Uh, everybody was scared for a second uh, this morning, me, being me. <laughs> Your host, Pam Benjamin, here hanging in San Francisco. I was all nervous because it wasn't raining. And then on my walk here, it did rain. But now it's beautiful again, which means tonight at Asiento is going to be an incredibly fun time. Of course it is. And every Wednesday at 7.30, we have a great time at Asiento, and there's delicious food, and you can still get your table reserved on Eventbrite right now. Go there. Do that. Okay. Hopefully this Zoom call is going to, we're going to troubleshoot this right now. Here we go. Oh, and huge apologies. Something happened to the CD player, and now everything's slow, and I have no idea how to fix it. So I'll probably put some other music in the interim. There we go. should be able to hear you. Why can't I hear you? What is happening? What is happening? Why can't I hear? Something is, something strange is afoot at the Circle K. Oh, because they must have switched. Gotta go to live. Are we in, Two can I hear you now? Just need to jump off it and tell someone that we're on. on. All right. Hello. There, now I can hear everybody. you. Yay, yay. 
You can all yeah. hear me, yeah? Sorry, Sound check. Check my, what is it? What did they say? I can't believe I remember it. Check like, you're the one that was in the band. <laughs> no, drummers are always going like, checks, mix, rice checks, wheat checks, like whatever like that. Um, check one, two, check one, two. I got a Russian friend and a uh, check one, two. Okay, so yeah, we've got some, we got a little racist going because Andy sent me some pictures also hello some of you are new and I thought probably we should like re-remember to, to like announce things at the beginning <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so yeah like as probably most people when they introduce in their open mics this is a safe space and our main rule is don't be a dick um we're probably some of the more leftist people you could meet. So that means, you know, like no racism, no classism, no transphobia, no homophobia. Like, don't be a dick, man. And don't be a power tripper and shit like that, man. So anyways, yeah. Um, and so here we are and I'm Aaron and there's Andy Talbot who is in Newcastle. I'm in Glasgow and Pam Benjamin is in San Francisco and she, I muted her because she was talking to her radio audience because we are broadcasting on her radio station, Mutiny Radio out of San Francisco. And um, I got some new shit this week, but I'm gonna hang back because as we know, my boss always sends me something to do right when I got shit to do. So I'm gonna hang back just like last time. And I'm gonna let Andy take the sales for most of it, um, except for with our first Dick Racist because I'm gonna do the screen sharing. And there was something else. Oh, I don't know if everybody um, got the, the monthly newsletter, which I, I didn't talk, this, I very, very, very rarely do something without talking to Pam and Andy first. But I did, I made an executive decision to um, do a monthly newsletter, which I think I'm gonna do every month because I know it, for me, it's confusing. Like I can't remember when, cause it's every other Wednesday. So I'm always like, what? Like, wait, is it this week? So yeah. I'm just gonna do that. And um, I'm like, once things calm down a little bit for me uh, academically, like I'll probably start working on a calendar on the website that everybody can actually just go freaking sign up on the calendar and then maybe even like excitingly i can't imagine this is this difficult it's like 2000 wait 2021 like but it could possibly like send you a reminder email that you did in fact sign up to read so like so yeah but i appreciate everyone who emailed me to say they're gonna read because it is true, sometimes like we're all sitting around and like nobody said they were like nobody has said they were gonna read, and then like we really don't know. It's not that big of a deal for me because I just like kind of I'm stuck in my house because of lockdown. But like Pam actually gets out of bed and like goes down to the radio station, so like it's good for us to know that people are actually gonna come and read. So thank you to those guys who did. Uh, I really appreciate it. How did, um, how did your project and, go? Your final was it turning all those? We're not going to talk about that, Pam. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not in theory. We did. I will tell you about that later. We're not talking about. That. Um. Okay. So yeah. Um. I guess we'll get started. I yep, before we do get oh, yeah, started. Sorry, Andy. I've 
just no, no, that's all good. Um, I'm just quickly going to ask if you are reading, um, because I don't have access to the emails and stuff. Because that's Erin's. Why would I have access to her emails? That would be weird. Um, <laughs> if you can just put in your in the chat if you want to read, and then I'll configure some kind of list. Oh right, yeah, because yeah, I didn't okay. make a list, but I knew people were coming. I'm sorry. Yeah, I no, that's all good. How this day, but anyways, okay. This this is easier just doing it when we're in here. I think. I think so too. Just, but it's good for us to know that people are coming and planning on reading. Yeah. Like, yeah. But if I set up that calendar thing, maybe it could generate the list for us too. I was thinking that as well. That would be good. I mean, I don't know. Like Wix seems to have a lot of backend script going on, and that's like, uh, like well out of like we, my last my last programming experience was like in two thousand nine. So I know shit's changed since then. But I got Bud still in the biz, so hey, I'm like, I used to program in Fortran. Oh my God! Of course you did. On punch cards. <laughs> I used to have to screw around with Java applets all the time. Oh my God, they were so annoying. Anyways, okay, let me just get together some. <sighs> or do we all just want to listen to the Bruce Springsteen Obama radio? interview no i'm just kidding that's what's up on my spotify <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing um i have done that i have done that already um, no no why doesn't it show me my album for the listening audience we've been Let's doing like fairy music every week Ooh, fairy I, music. I literally have i don't know how i i do i don't remember doing this it must be ambienated but i have a thing called a playlist called fairy music somebody else made it i didn't but we'll listen to fairy music um okay so shit wait blah, gotta get this up for the listening audience we're doing ekphrasis which is taking a pictorial piece of art and creating a written poem or project or a writing piece based off of something visual so just let an audience know again what ekphrasis is and uh i'm super stoked i've been I love that we're generating art together in this group. Yay! Why would it? Just random. There we go. Okay. Yeah. So there's Andy's photo. And for the radio listening audience, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on That's a little so bit of Bughouse Square <laughs> instead of the fairy music because it's pretty light. Can you guys hear the music? There we go. And ten minutes. Yes.
the radio listening audience. Uh, we're taking 10 minutes, putting on Bug House Square, and uh, I'll be right back. We're going to have some poems. <laughs> That's not shall lose. So the Bible said, and it still is news. Mama may have, Papa may have, but God bless the child that's got his own. That's got his. Yes, the strong gets more While the weak ones fail Empty pockets don't Ever make the grave Mama may have Papa may God bless the child that's got his own, that's got his own.
The dreams have all been blasted from his head in a far-off land with a gun in his hand. He died in a war he did not. There's plenty to choose from the rack, but rumor goes that the latest thing in clothes, the latest thing in clothes will be Business goes on 
change it from the lizard queen <laughs> what a great picture what a, what a i mean i'm so excited to hear what people what directions people take this in i mean because is it now is it before why is the sky blue? i mean there was a lot going on i liked it yeah for real Do we want to do another one and then share? Or what do you guys think? We should share for the radio listening audience. Share. Yes, the radio listening audience. Yeah. I'm about that to come back. That's okay. I'm pro. Um, okay. So, who wants to go with their aphrastic rating? Oh, John. John has his hand up. Go, John. Okay, um, you know, for the radio audience, this is a picture of kind of a kind of a wrecked building, and so this is what I have. Geppetto, the good-natured arsonist, despaired. So much insurance fraud, so little time. If only someone would help. In the wee hours of night, while Geppetto slept, the fairies arrived with jackhammers and plastic explosives. They got down to business singing, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's blown to hell this goes. Yay! 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 <laughs> I'm still laughing. I was trying to add the image to my background so we can like kind of still see it when it's going on. Wait, where's that photos? No. Media photos. I enjoyed Media the photos. Geppetto reference because it makes me think of Disney and the perfection of things falling apart. Well, you had fairy music after all. <laughs> okay. I will put on fairy music for the next one. 
But okay, here's mine. I'll go. Um, when oh, <laughs> it's tr um, I guess trigger warning. There's violence here. <laughs> um, when a whatever causes someone to put their fist around your throat, the phrase your inclination is to use the phrase all that much more to prove how stupid a reaction that is. But it's not a very safe game, and whatever is the exact opposite of a safe word. <laughs> Anybody want to go next? I'm on it. I got one. I like mine. Um, cool. I concentrated on a different word because I was like blind and I couldn't see if it said hate and I was like happy hate. And then I'm like, did they just spell whatever wrong? I don't know what's happening. So um, this is called before after. After the crumble, before the paint ran out, kids roamed freely in the street. Before the rubble and danger lurked beneath piles of after. The clear blue before spoke happy into daydreams, even after the broken windows. The jagged iron of destruction came before happy hate, and what safety in entropy after. How is the sky blue, the child asks before, but how is the blue sky after? Anybody else? Nope. Only Bueller, one. Bueller, what about Andy? Only twice. Um, okay. These, um, these, uh, the ones that I'm using today, both are, it's a little, I don't know, I think it kind of adds cool layers to it, but, um, they both have language. The, both photos have language to them. So here is the other one. The, in the comments, they just put, Pam, you need to teach writing workshops. And I'm like, I teach joke workshops every Monday, 6 o'clock. Joke workshop. Ooh, the okay, photo. the next picture <laughs> is, does it say semen is good? What does it say? Smells I will do good. Celtic, Nordic, medieval, fantasy, and relax music. Smells good. This is a really cool picture. It's like, says, smells good. And half of it's in shade and half is in the light. I'm starting the 10 minutes right now because it's okay, 8.30. Starting the 10 minutes. Okay. I'm going to leave the funky music on.
When I wake up in the morning, love And the sunlight hurts my eyes And something without warning, love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's all right with me Just one look at you and I know it's gonna be a
that music was better than that crazy Celine Dion thing. I'm sorry, I abruptly. <laughs> Turned the easy listening crap off. Um, all right. So, does anybody want to talk about what smells good? Oh, shit. There's my alarm. Go ahead, John. Okay. You probably haven't heard this before. Geppetto, the good natured landlord of the spirit. So many bathrooms to clean, so little time. If only someone would help. In the wee hours of night, while Geppetto slept, the fairies arrived with an air freshener and a labor grievance. Screw you, Geppetto. $15 an hour, you can clean your own damn toilet. <laughs> you know, I forgot. Do you know, Andy, I'm, is that near you? What's that, the photo? The toilet, yeah. Yeah, so it's like um, there's a abandoned industrial estate like five minutes from where I work. Uh, so I, I knew there was some graffiti there. Uh, some artist that I like did something there. Uh, so I went and tracked that down. And I just, there was like three or four buildings there. And I was just, I spent about two hours there. Yeah. Because I'm looking at like, okay, so I live down by, I live down by the river. And um. <laughs> I'm, I've seen a lot of bathtubs, but I ain't seen a toilet. And I need a <laughs> toilet. I need a toilet to put on, like, for one of the scenes in my rock opera. Like, I need to have, I have to put, like, a, there's a scene that takes place in a bathroom. And, like, and I need a toilet for it. So, like, I wonder if I could, like, go out there and somehow arrange you don't want that to toilet. steal the toilet. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want that toilet. You want a new... You no. want to go to a yeah. you want to go to a, a like, hardware store you know, and ask them to donate a toilet to you. You don't want a dirty you toilet. Think? You, you think? Yeah, you gotta go to Would a hardware. Do that. You gotta go to a yeah. You I go to a somewhere in Scotland and be like, hey, I'm an artist, and uh, do you have like a broken toilet, something you can't sell? And they'll give you it's a write off yeah, for them. Idea. You got you mm. you gotta have a new toilet, Aaron. <laughs> okay. And you know what? Whoever's hey, gonna you play don't know the, where that toilet's been. Whoever. Whoever's going to play the part actually does have to sit on the toilet. So, like, yeah, I guess you're right. That's a very good idea, but thank you for, like, thanks for that suggestion. Because <laughs> I've literally, I've been walking up and down the Clyde River, like, keeping my eye out for toilets. Um, okay, <laughs> so does anybody else want to go with the smells good? Hi, Tim. I'm asking you to unmute. Okay, I am unmuted. Yes. I'm unmuted. Um, I'm gonna do this one. It's it's uh, it's about those forms that you have to fill in if you're unemployed. Um, I mean, now I think it's all even worse. It's all on fucking computer, so you know you never even get to fill in the bloody forms. But it's called "Do you want some?" Someone from our office will be coming to see you very soon about your benefits. For your protection, all our visiting staff carry an identity card. Ask to see it. The visitor will need to check a number of things to make sure you were getting the right amount of benefit. Do not worry. You do not have all of the things. 
but please get as many as you can so that there is no further delay in calculation and payment of your benefit entitlement. You must fill in the tear-off part of this form each week to tell us about anything that has changed. If anything changes and you do not tell us, you might get a wrong amount of money and you could be breaking the law. If you are not sure if we need to know, please tell us anyway. Tell us everything. Tell us about yourself. Are you pregnant? What date is the baby due? Are you getting personal independence payment? How much do you get? Are you getting it once a week? Are you getting it once a month? Are you getting it regular? What do you need? Who is it for? Tell us their name. What is it for? Who do you need? Tell us their name. If you are applying for the cost of replacement of an item, please say what happened to the old item. Can you stand unassisted? Can you see the shape of furniture in a room? Can you tell light from dark? Do strangers understand what you say? Do your family and friends understand what you say? Can you understand someone talking in a normal voice in a busy street? Can you understand someone talking in a loud voice in a quiet room? Can you tie a bow in string? Can you walk up and down one step? Can you raise one arm to your head as if to put on a hat? Can you clap without using your left hand? Do you lose control of your bladder at least once a month? Do you lose control of your bowels at least once a month? Please show us how often in the box below. Can you pick up a pound coin with either one of your hands? Can you pick up a 20 pound note with one of your hands but not the other? Can you pick up a welfare check? I bet, I said, I bet. Tell us about your partner. Does he need help? Is he away from work because of a trade dispute? Was it a strike? Was it a walkout? Was it a lockout? Were there picket lines? Did he love you? Was he breaking the law? What does he need? How much does he get? Who does he love? Where does he live? Does he want some? Tell us his name. Someone will be coming to see you very soon about your benefit entitlement for your protection. Ask to see their identity card. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Does anybody have a thing they want to share from our little our little opening exercises? Finn, Finn is waving his hand. Do you Finn's got like a like a music stand there? He's gone all pro on us. I can stand now. <laughs> I've got my iPad on a stand, so I don't need my glasses. So. That microphone looks very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretending I'm on a stage, you see, and I'm getting, getting ready yeah. for <laughs> yeah. whenever. Um, I've got a, yeah, this is um, a new, new piece of shit, and it's called Such an Ordinary Day. It's a story. It was such an ordinary day, such an ordinary meal, the way you left the table, pushed your chair back in, got up and went to your room and played your music. Just an ordinary day. We thought nothing of it, nothing out of the ordinary. 
the music not too loud, even when we said good night, and there was no reply. Presumed you were sleeping. We thought nothing of it. You never showed for breakfast, no dishes in the sink, no breadcrumbs on the table, the milk and juice untouched, cutlery, crockery, tea, coffee. Oddly still in place when you never showed for breakfast. We checked inside your bedroom, your bed was still made, unslept in, unaltered. The record on the turntable, needle at the end, but switched off. Paul's still hanging up. And we checked your bedroom. The front door was still locked, your keys still on the hook, your coat on the peg, untouched since you hung it there, when you came home from college after another week of learning. But behind you, the door was locked. Nobody left the house that night. A family meal was planned. Some chat about the weekend ahead. You said you wanted a quiet one at home with the family. So we looked forward to that. No plans to leave the house that night. You called the police, reported you gone. We were told we had to wait 24 hours. That day we felt so alone, anxious, crying, trying to make sense. Time stopped. We felt empty inside. Next day. Police were called again. The searching was to no avail. Neighbours questioned, news reports in every channel, media coverage online too, wielding us not a clue. Years on, the same, the emptiness. Still searching for no avail. Still no sign, no clue, no hint of how you could disappear on a clear night so long ago when all was well within you. No family fights or squabbles, no sign of discontent. You still wait and hope, and well, you know, everything must go on. Life doesn't stop outside these doors. It's not for others to feel as we empty, anxious on the edge at times. The doorbell rings, and no, you still hope and wait. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Um, okay, so that will be the um ekphrasis exercise part of the evening. Going once, going twice. Anybody got something about the smells good? Bart does? Okay, all right. I'm asking you to. Yeah, yeah cool. Come on. I, I didn't. Story? I didn't know who. I it's a, I, I'll talk mic. to you later about that. That's hilarious. I, I didn't miss you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've made you a co-host. Cool. Um, forgot how to do this. Actually, I haven't done it over my head. Done. It's been a while since the fringe. Um, my hair is. Um, oh, wait one second. You're listening to Mutiny Radio, .fm and .sf. We are Zooming live with the CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Open Mic, Slash Writing Project, 
uh, with Aaron Gannon and Andy Talbot. Yeah, the guys couldn't figure out. We wanted them to read their thing yeah. about the smells right, good yeah. in the picture, and I was going to so, um, mine, but they're all going on to read it. It's just like, it's like a doodle. It's like, kind of like an abstract kind of poem. Um, but I'm going to perform it, and instead of the images, I'm going to like say some words or like do a dance or something. You know, I want to try and perform the images in the poem when I read it. So, um, OK, Google, Google, OK, Boomer. Moved, has time, wabba wabba, boom boom, look at me, I'm a whale, on, without me, or have I just got dumber? Time has driven off, under hills and over real mountains, and left me here in Belfast, walking, when not cycling, with my eyes, either looking straight ahead, or pointed down, but not looking up, to look up would not be a metaphor, and my room, and my reason for diversion, it's as simple as why I have several used mugs on my writing desk. It's not the floating whale's fault, but a rooted rudiment of her singing, still juvenile in my 28th year. I have empathy for the same weak days of early spring and for the little green slender leaves of teeny weeds growing in cracks of our civilized, not so civil, man-made world. Right, that's it, thank you. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, stop sharing. <laughs> yeah, cool. I I put that up. I'm using it in my in my class at school to for as an example of concrete poetry. Yay! I love that one. Um, okay, so now I'm gonna hand things over to Andy and take a step back, and we will start the open mic portion of the evening because Andy's been maintaining the list. So there we go. I have. I've got a list and then I've lost it, but I found it while saying that. So it's all good. Um, I also need to rearrange it. So, you know, that was a waste of ink. Um, but if I just do an arrow like that, we're all good. Okay. So instead of going third, this person's been moved up to first because of time constraints. Um, so what we'll probably do is, I think, We'll go with this person first, and then we'll take like a little break. Definitely not anything to do with the fact that I need to get another drink. Um, you know, um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of everyone else here. You know, um, so yeah, um, we're gonna go with Dre Zero, and then we're gonna take a little break. Hello, everyone. My name is Dre Zero, and I have got two poems for you. And so the first one is titled, Don't Worry, It's Okay. It's okay to be down. It's okay to be up. It's okay to be left. It's okay to be right. I'm here to let you know, not to worry about being okay. Having a joy or scribbling joys or a night of joining the dots is absolutely fine. We can't put up the walls of the exterior at the time just for the interior to crack, crumble and collapse with all the pulsating pressure as our world plays. It's okay not to be okay. Don't worry, you may not feel okay today and hopefully tomorrow is a better day. But if it isn't, that's okay. And honestly, it's okay. Thank you. And that is, don't worry, it's okay. 
The second one is titled Do You Think You Know Me? And it goes like this. Now, you say you know me, but how much do you really know? Yes, you know my name, my age, and my birthday, but all of this is just scrapped up paper that any of us can obtain. You could tear the front page and gobble it up, but it is nowhere near enough to read the full story. Life is not a joystick of A, B, and C. Life is not an RPG from start to finish. Life is full of the most complex algorithmic functions. They're not even the most prolific professors or professors or mathematicians or mathematicians can equate to me or any of you. Life is not a fairy tale. What I post publicly is from the heart. But I don't bother with pointless tropes of signaling tribe quizzes such as how many children am I going to get? Or what children am I going to die? Because it is, whilst I admit, it has its novelty charm and insult and harm for JavaScript data to dictate who I am. But who am I? A mask-wearing hooded male that does spoken word, literature, music and the like. A colourful personality that has this extrovert persona in front of others? Who am I? For what I am not is a label. I was not born to be boxed up and taped shut to follow the traditional stream. I was born to find my own river of dreams. So I run away from severed streams and breathe my own air without despair. No longer I am haunted, forever I continue my chapter. But do you think you know me? Nobody truly does, nobody including me. Thank you, my name has been Dre Zira. Thank you very much. And uh, is it all right to say one very, very quick announcement? Yeah, go for it. Thank you very much. And so on the 24th of March, at 9am Pacific, 5pm UK time, let me tell you that Drazira is ascending. By what does that mean, you wonder? Well, what that means is, is that Drazira is moving to another level. And, if you give me 30 seconds... I wish I was streaming video. I really do. This has been, uh, there was a light show uh, during the poetry. Now he's disappeared for a minute after his announcement, and I believe he'll be coming back with something else, or I, I'm not I'm not sure. He says he's moving to another Dre level. Zero. He's going to come on with another Will. outfit of some kind. Zero. Okay, now he's got a new outfit on. And you will see soon. Thank you. And good night. Dre Zero, everyone. Sweet. I don't really know how to follow that. Um, so I think also that event totally clashes with this, I think, if my maths is right. So ignore what you said. Um, <laughs> come here instead. No, I'm only joking. Um, okay. So I know, like, five-minute break, ten-minute break. Yeah. Five minutes.
Yeah, I, I was thinking about everyone else. I, I don't know what this nonsense about me needing a drink is. Um, yeah, or you can just like turn your camera off and mute it. It's all good. Yeah, I saw that. No, I saw that. That's awesome. Um, okay, before I shoot off quickly, um, does anyone want to be unmuted? Awesome. Al Green from the Call Me record we did. Um, here I am. Come and take me. A real soul sister. She was that I, um, her husband was, uh, helped me a great deal. And um, he passed. And um, she's still, she's still strong. And she was moving out to another place and put out um, what well, was going to put out records. And <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm going to, um, uh, you know, they're going to the junk. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So I got a bunch of records. And uh, that was one of them. That's what we opened up with. Uh, yeah. So I got this banjo, you see. And... Um, I'm trying to look on work on my rolls <laughs> and and I'm not I'm not uh yeah it's it's uh
Leute, die total überrascht scheinen, super ist schon. Well, anyways, it, I, that, I, first of all, I got to get to, I got it. When the plague is over, I got to get to this reading you're talking about. <laughs> Sounds like my people. But um, also, I don't know, maybe, if, like, I don't know if it'll come to this, but w I, would you be willing to be interviewed about, like, pre and post, pre and post Zoom poetry? If I, maybe. like, yeah, for my dissertation. Sure. Sure. Okay. Like I, I mean, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I'll get in touch. I'm not sure exactly the direction it'll, it'll go in. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah I, I have a long history in political activism as well, going back to the '60s. So I'm happy to talk about everything. And that's another thing is that I'm on a. Do you know who John Trudell is? He was John Trudell. I, I'm not sure the name rings a distant bell. He was the head of uh, the American Indian movement from the uh, occupation of Alcatraz in 69 oh, up until Yeah, 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 I remember this. Yeah, yeah, and then he turned, he, the, basically, the, the, it's unofficial, like, they never found out who did it, but, like, the day that he was burning a flag on the Capitol steps, like, his um, wife's and mother's home in Nevada, his wife, of course, was a like a, a water rights activist on the Duck Reservation in Nevada, mm -hmm. and it got set fire. And his pregnant wife and three children and mother-in-law died. Jesus. So yeah, so he um, basically somehow he hooked up with Jackson Brown, and he started doing poetry to like this weird amalgamation of native music and rock and roll. Right. And so I like it's totally cool. I just love him. He's one of my favorite people. But um. So I'm part, like my dissertation is going to be like different chapters, like five or six different chapters of things, because I think they want you to do that nowadays so you can shop them around to journals. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Right, right. But talking about him and, um, oh God, his name was just in my head and now I've completely forgotten it. Berkeley, John Sinclair. Like I was going to talk about him and John. Oh, uh, the the White Panther. The yes, guy who yes, went, exactly. The guy who yes. went down for one joint, <laughs> which which we sold to an FBI man. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely, I would need to. I would need sources to talk about po politics and poetry because that's well, a whole I mean, project. I I was in Berkeley in '68 when they put uh, armored cars on the street. They made a curfew. Um, so you know it, it, it all got a bit hairy um yeah. mm -hmm. I, I nearly had my hair cut off i did have hair in those days um uh, by some uh, marines on furlough like we had they, like they cut your hair the they marines? threatened to they oh threatened okay, to. okay okay I, I've, I've, I've written a poem about it they burst into the there was a bunch of us hippies basically freaks and we were spacing out in this house and suddenly a door bursts open and these really pissed guys crash in right and they are marines and like one of the guys in the house has put an american flag up as a drape like in between two uh rooms or some shit mm -hmm. so like these guys were really incensed at this yeah. So I had, re I had really long hair, and so like, saying, we're going to cut your motherfucking hair, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, what happened was that one of the guys with us, who was a biker, turned out to have gone to school with one of these guys. So like he, talk he talked him down, he talked calmed him down. him down. 
they apologized eventually and they fucked off, but it was really scary for a bit. Yeah. But it was like that then. It was very well, polarized. In the 80s, when you, if you had like a mohawk or like I had purple hair in the 80s, the Chicago, you know, the Chicago Police Department <laughs> reputation, they were always threatening to like wipe that makeup off your face or like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I, they probably, st- I can't imagine they don't do it now. I mean, but anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm like, I'm babbling and it's probably time for break for Ant, like, so. <laughs> good, good, good to Anyways. Talk. i just think it's really it is and i can't wait to read your your article jeff or the interview that you did about it because i think it's like it really is interesting to me it seems like a lot of people who would never have been who would otherwise not gotten involved um have gotten involved and i i just think that's and you know i just it's something i'm going to investigate in terms of writing about for my for my dissertation because I was going to write about open mics anyways. And now the whole landscape, the ecosystem of it has changed. So. Yeah. I and mean, that's probably part of it that, you know, people who are shy on stage will be less shy in front of a zoom camera, I guess. Exactly, but uh, yeah. what I really found is like, you know, we're connecting to people worldwide that we'd never have met otherwise. Yeah. Or if we had, we'd had to, you know, fly over to the other country and do the poetry events live, which I used to do to the UK and some of the US, but now it's just so much easier. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> All right. I also have new shit to read. Did Andy have to go to the store to get a drink? Oh, the drink is out there. <laughs> he went and got a bottle of whiskey. Um. <laughs> no, I'm right here. I was just replying to a message. That's okay. Um, I'm totally just kidding. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm and yeah, I didn't leave the house. There's no point <laughs> in leaving the house. Nothing's open. Uh, went to the drink mess, going to the liquor store. And... Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I I'm actually here. can't. I, I actually have a liquor store that's close enough that I could get there and back in a break. <laughs> okay, so who thinks next time we're on that we should like test that theory and just make Aaron run out to the shop? <laughs> I think it's a good the crack. Well, like, leave, leave the camera on and just what like, do I get? To the shop. <laughs> Nothing. It's it's for our entertainment. It's it's gonna be like that game where you have to remember all the things that somebody said before you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Which actually is is a ver- like that that is is a portion of a of a very popular drinking game from when I was in high school. All right. Um, cool. Okay. So, take it away, Andy. You have a list. Cool. All right. Um, We'll just dive right in. Um, So, first, we're going to go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. There we go. Hello. Hi. Um, I have just um, a short poem to share. It is new shit as well. So, I feel you, Aaron, with new shit. Um, It's titled Peach Pits and Early Memories. I remember when my body felt small but wide. I played make-believe phone with the chain lock on the back door. 
I stood on the chair to reach. Mom's hair was the color of the sun. It was September, still summer. Mom spoke on the phone for hours with dad. I would get a few minutes and could hear something was missing. The juice of a peach dripped on my chin. Mom and I went to the garden to bury its pit. My birthday was hot and I wore a new denim jacket. It was too hot, but I was too proud. Peach pit and a playground with dinosaurs watching TV before tennis practice. The peach bits, denim jackets, chain locked door, Greendale. My mom was braver than you will ever know. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Um, okay, so next we're gonna go to Carolyn. Hi, okay, um, yeah, I think I have some new shit as well. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see, I'm gonna read a couple of pieces. Um, you know what, I kind of want to share my ex phrases piece, if that's okay. I can never say that word. But I'll read I'll read that and then I'll do one of my other poems. That's what I'll do. Okay, so here's the bit that I wrote about the second picture with the smells good picture in the toilet. So my granddad was telling me about toilets the other day, how in his day, when you had to go to the toilet, as they called it, they would take themselves into a small room, close the door, lock it, and sit on a throne of porcelain and do their business, as they called it. When they finished, they would push a metal handle that would flush away their shit, as they called it. I asked my granddad where the shit got flushed to, and he said it went to the sewers where it would be treated. And I asked him, did it go to the sea, to the rivers? Why did they waste all that stuff in the name of cleanliness? He was lost for an answer. He couldn't explain. It's just what we did, he said. It's just what we did. And he told me of the aerosol sprays you could buy in the shops that would mask the smell that the toilet couldn't flush away. And I asked him where those canisters went to, and he really couldn't say. Okay, so that's what I do when I'm under pressure. And here's when I've got a bit more time to <laughs> write something like this. Um, okay, so this one is called... Oh, where's it gone? Bear with me. It's called, How Do You Feel? I have a rubber duck that looks like Frida Kahlo. When she sits on the edge of the bath, she's perfectly balanced. But when I put her in the water, she keels over. There is water inside of her that I can't get out. My hand beneath the water. I drink my fizzy water through a pink plastic straw. I really should buy the more expensive stuff that comes in a glass bottle, but the supermarket's own brand is only 17p for two liters. My hand handing over money. I fill my polka dot hot water bottle with boiling water from the kettle. It's not an old bottle, but I can't remember where I got it from. There's always that moment when I fear my hand will slip and I will scold myself, my hand on fire. I make ice cubes to put in my fizzy water and my gin and tonics and my iron brew. 
Sometimes when I've run out of milk, I stick one in my morning coffee too. My hand bitten by frost. The water had drained slowly out of a hairline crack in the fish tank while we were away on holiday and the fish dehydrated to death. My mother found them, not me. The skin on my hand cracked and sore. I've always loved swimming, in the pool, in the river, in the sea, but I just can't get the hang of the front crawl. I used to feel a bit silly when I would swim breaststroke in the public pool and all the old Japanese ladies were freestyling in the fast lane. The skin on the fingertips of my hand wrinkled. The boiler ran out of oil last week and there was no hot water, but at least the, the rattling pipes were quiet for once and the walls stopped creaking. My hand pressed against the wall. I diced my onions in swimming goggles today to stop the tears, but when I took them off, my water washed away all the little purple cubes. My hand holding this knife. That's it. Okay. So next we're going to go to Louise. Um, so here we go. Good luck. You got this. Oh, hey guys. Okay. So, <laughs> right. I'll read the, <laughs> the one that I did with the picture, the second picture. Um, and I've got two more and they're very short and they are first drafts, so please forgive that. Um, okay. <laughs> so, like bourbon and cigarettes, like fresh bedding, like dry wit, like apples just picked, like an orgasm, like my favorite film, like my favorite song, like the amazing things I don't know about yet. That's you. Like feeling caged, like feeling overweight because cake and red wine like stress, like nicotine lozenges, like stale bedding, like that fucking shark song, like pretending not to care about any of the above. That's me. Smell good? That's the first one. Yay! <laughs> um, and <laughs> the next one is called um, Needs Must. You're in my head today, yesterday too. And too many days before that, you can't stay there. So I'll take your hair, I'll take the way that you speak, the shape of your face, your body, and I'll make a mosaic that pretentious cunts will cup their chins over. You'll fucking hate it, but can't stay in my head. It isn't safe. So Yay! that's the second one. <laughs> um, and just just the last one, sorry, um, is called Choose Your Own Adventure with a question mark at the end. But I'm told that's trademarked, so I need to change the title when I say it to other people. <laughs> um, I love it when you stare at my eyes, my mouth, 
nose, lips, legs, tits. It's so good when you caress, brush lightly, tease, kiss, grab them. I just feel so turned on, wet, joyous, grateful, bit bored, violated, man. And I love it when other women high five, compliment, feign envy, assume things about me because of them. I love being able to dress in sexy, tailored, funky, glamorous, ill-fitting and boring clothes. They make me feel powerful, feminine, attractive, self-conscious. I use them to get things, be more confident, find a warm body, pretend. And that's me. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> That was off. I didn't know whether to fucking unmute or clap, and I was trying to do both. And that's not fucking possible. Um, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get everyone to unmute if you can and just like say what you think about that. Show some fucking love. <laughs> clap on that. That was fucking brilliant. Fantastic. Yay! Yeah, that was fucking brilliant. Like, I, I can understand why you were nervous, but like, I haven't decided who's on next, but I think they should be nervous. <laughs> following that. It's definitely not going to be me. Who's it going to be? It's going to be Jeff. <laughs> Let's pick on Jeff. All right, then. Okay, so um, start with a fun little song. What I did is I took George Lucas and Peter Gabriel and I had them go behind some bushes and do some unspeakable stuff and they came up with this. Yay. Wait, I got the rhythm wrong. Hold on. I remember the rhythm. May 25th, 77, when the Star Wars movie come, it was... Business as usual for galactic bounty scum. Oh, Greedo, 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 Greedo. Oh, Greedo, 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 Greedo. Give him money, give him money, or Han is dead. Or Han is dead. <laughs> when he hit Mos Eisley to collect old Jabba's pay, Solo fried him with one blast and buggered off to the docking bay. Oh, Greedo, Greedo. Greedos, Greedo. Oh, Greedo, Greedo, Greedos, Greedo. Payback Jabba, Payback Jabba, or Han is dead, or Han is dead. <laughs> 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 
You can shoot down a smuggler, but you can't shoot down the force. Not that Greedo had a chance. Solo creamed his ass, of course. Oh, Greedo, Greedo, Greedo's Greedo. And you can sing along, of course. Oh, Greedo, Greedo, Greedo's Greedo. Now Greedo's dead. Now Greedo's dead. And the eyes of the world saw Han shoot first. Han shot first. That was the Greedo song. Do I have time for another one or are we uh, fixed for, are we tight for time? Now go for it. It's all good. Uh, go for it. Okay. So here's kind of a found poem. It's uh, I kind of took a bunch of lines from classic movies in which they say the names of the movies, and the poem is called "22 Lines from Classic Movies in Which They Say the Names of the Movies." One, that's strange. Nobody's supposed to sleep well in Casablanca. Two, next Saturday night we're sending you back. To the future. <laughs> Three. Well, I guess some like it hot. I personally prefer classical music. Four. In moonlight, black boys look blue. Five. That's a great white shark. A 20-footer. Three tons of it. And full of jaws. Six. Luke, I've had it. I'm taking my reward and leaving. You're not getting me mixed up with one of these Star Wars. <laughs> Seven. You know... They say there are three kinds of people in this crazy, mixed-up world. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Which one are you, punk? Which one are you? Eight. I'm gonna lay 400 blows on this kid if he don't settle down. Nine. Vincent, we got a hit to do, motherfucker. Stop sitting on that toilet and reading that Pulp Fiction. Ten. Wow, it's been an interesting year in the Broadway community. Why don't you just sit back, relax, and let me tell you all about Eve. 11. He crawled through a river of shit and came out clean on the other side. And that, my friends, is what they call the Shawshank Redemption. 12. You don't get it, Willard. I ain't talking about no apocalypse yesterday, and I ain't talking about no apocalypse next week. I'm talking about an apocalypse now! 13. I shall take over all the oil fields in California. And if I should happen to cut my finger in the process, there will be blood. 14. I'll catch this wanted man for a fistful of dollars. 15. I'll catch this wanted man for a fistful of dollars, but I'll kill him for a few dollars more. 16. I swear, these motel rates are so high, they're completely psycho. 17. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman, the movie! 18. Ho mangiato tre ipopotami transessuali con la dolce vita, ma la stupida fattoria di salsicce ha sciaffeggiato la mia bella scialda. 19. 
Would you like some fries with that, Citizen Kane? 20. Get li busy living or get busy dying. And that, my friends, is what they call the life of Brian. 21. Sir, I just saw Jefferson Smith heading to the train station. Where does Mr. Smith go? Sorry, I didn't catch that. I asked, where does Mr. Smith go? Still can't hear you, kid. God, where does Mr. Smith go? Gotta speak louder, kid. I said, where does Mr. Smith go? Why, Mr. Smith goes to Los Angeles to meet the big Lebowski. And finally, number 22. Forget it, Jake. It's with Nail and I. 22 lines from classic movies. Oh, some of those were made up, by the way. And I have, I have, thank you. I have an absolute crap load of crap load event, events coming this week. I did an interview last week about international Zoom poetry, uh, which I put the link to the YouTube earlier. And uh, I will do other stuff now, like I'm doing. Or should I for the radio for the for the radio audience? Should I say what they are? Yes. Okay, for the radio audience, I'm doing. They call me Mitch, uh, based in San Francisco. Um, Friday night. Uh, 10 o'clock EST, so 7 o'clock California time. Um, there's no Zoom link for it yet, but you can find the host's website. They call me Mitch.com, I think it is. On Sunday, I'm doing uh, Run Your Tongue, uh, featuring in that. There's an open mic, so look that up on Facebook or whatever. And then uh, on the 19th, I'm being interviewed by Hannah Stone in Nout But Verse, which is also on uh, Facebook and easy to find. And I'm part of an anthology called Globalization, which is launching in Australia on the 25th, I think. Yeah. So I'll is put a link to that in the chat. Is that with Kelly? With who? Kelly. Oh, Kelly Van Nelson. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, thought, I thought I'd heard that before. I was like, I'm sure I heard said, In the accent, I thought you said Kenny. You're like, who's Kenny? No, I just, yeah, it's this fucking accent. Can't get rid of it. Uh, list. Okay, who's next? This doesn't make any sense. I wrote this. Um, John. We'll go with John. Okay, here I am. Um, here's um, with you. This is called Dancing with the Inuit. Tourists sit unfolding chairs in a high school gym north of the Arctic Circle. They don't budge when Indians invite them to join the dance. I also sit on a folding chair, fidgeting because moving naturally never came naturally to me. I'd like to say the shaman's drum called, but I just don't belong with a middle-aged middle-class. I take my first awkward steps to the drum's rhythm of understanding. Um, Wreck Beach is a nude beach in Vancouver, Canada. So uh, it's next to the uh, University of British Columbia. This is Wreck Beach. Take the path down the hill from UBC through gentle forests of fern and evergreen. Follow it down to the beach and find a garden. Women sprout nude from white sand, grow and ripen in the summer sunshine. Breasts emerge from stifling bras, forsake taunting behind obscene nylon, and breathe the cedar-scented air. 
Don't be a voyeur, unbutton your inhibition, slip out of your shorts and shyness. I hear the sound of motors, quick, get dressed, the hovercraft lands on the beach, men in black uniforms step onto the sand. Dozens of naked Polynesian women walk toward Captain Cook's sailing ship, bearing gifts of flowers. And uh, this is called liftoff. Under the wing of the Space Shuttle Enterprise at the Smithsonian Museum, a Gemini space capsule, not much more than a garbage can with two seats, a child's voice, wow, it's a girl, long hair, knit cap, face unetched by experience. Sorry, she hunches her shoulders when I turn. Don't be sorry. And I would wrap her wonder in an ablative heat shield to survive the fires of womanhood. High heels, her mother's lipstick, boy's hands inside her bra. I'd add an air supply to protect from suffocating cynicism and the poison breath of fraud. So she can build her own rocket, lift off, solar systems, galaxies, nebula, the heavens, hers to explore. Wow. Thank you. Oh, and I have a feature uh, March 24th. It's uh, Speak Up in Massachusetts, Lynn, Massachusetts, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. I put the link in the chat. Thanks. Thank you, John. Um, okay, so I think that's the list done. Might be wrong. Pam, yes. Okay, then Pam shall go. Here, here we go. Now people in the out there can hear me too. Um, okay, so yay poetry, yay! I love the Greedo song, and um, I brought a little <laughs> Death Star out for you uh, that I have here at the studio because that's good stuff. Um, so I like this convention called Flarfism. I don't know if y'all have heard of it, um, and it's like using technology to find the language or what have you. And so I plugged into the search bar, SHH, uh, to see what com came out. And then I pulled language from what I found and I made this poem. Jesus H. Christ gave a reasonably polite, shh, don't believe the hype. They gather secretly at night and then, shh, clandestine disobedience on a paper plate, land, sea, and air burger, Pie McFlurry, the poor man's Big Mac, all on the menu behind the counter. An overview of, shh, I'm trying to read, don't tell anybody. I've a finger to my lips, do not disturb. Deviant art is a Chinese import, just like government regulations, hidden wives and murmurs of my mother. Shh, daddy's working, shh, don't tell. You have to listen to learn. That's why stars keep their relationships quiet and see balloons everywhere. Okay, that's the first one. So I just like you found all the language and then put it together and it's like, oh, look, how it makes sense. That's amazing. I love that stuff. Yay. Um, okay, so that's that one. So this next one is like, uh, it's a necphrasis I did. And the reason I brought it out is I was like, oh, we've been doing necphrasis. Um, and so... It's a famous painting called Noli Mi Tangere, which means do not touch. And it's when the Mary Magdalene and the Jesus and the stuff and all the, it's like a 
painting from the 14th century or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Phrases. Woof. Uh, blue, the spirit, blue, the spirit, Mary Virgin, red, Mary Mag, a drunk whore bleeding all over the place, the virgin and the whore, and thus is Western culture established. Love passed mouth to mouth by the kiss, rituals for safety in the afterlife. Placed in a tomb for zombie manifestation, holes in his hands and his side, the thorn tears on his brow, but certainly he was dead, wasn't he? Reaching out, but hands don't pass love from fingertips to parts, excuse me, but hands don't pass love from fingertip to prints. Don't touch me. Only Mary saw the angels back before the black wings were cut. Just like Moses, they fled to Egypt, the safest place with pyramid tombs where zombies last forever and play cards wrapped like surprisingly skinny babies who usually become saviors when they point their fingers knowingly. Okay, so that was an ekphrasis thing. Um, and... Do I have time for one more? Do I have time for one more? Uh, this is a short one. Yeah, of course you do. Okay, cool. This is this one's short. Um, it's called. It's good that we don't know everything because it leaves us up to us to make the myth. Helen of Troy walks into a bar. Not just anyone can ride a horse. There's some kind of river of lava up there with a magnetic curse. So we don't even know what we're doing. God threw the world into space before Jesus left his home. He came back riding a horse, but the gate was locked. His family was not there. Even Jesus' horse wept. So he got drunk, danced with the waitress, and ended up under the desk asleep. Don't be coy and clever, just say it. He's a literary character, not a real person. Helen had three drinks and fell off her stool, cut her face, and launched no ships. Okay, yay! Yay, thanks for letting me read today, yay! Awesome, thank you, Pam. Pam should have, like, I know she's got, like, several shows on Mutiny, but she should have her own, like, Poetry show every week where she just reads for like an hour. <laughs> I, I would, it. I would tune in for that shit. Stop it! <laughs> Everyone wants more Pam, I, I think, right? Everyone's nodding. Well, I can see like four people on the screen. They're nodding. Yeah, Tolly's doing a one of them. What divers do, I think. Uh, yeah, that they're not dying. Well, I should announce what I'm doing. Um, I'm actually really super excited because um, I get to open for comedy for one of my superheroes and it's so he's his name is Hal Sparks and he's my favorite Disney dad and he's also been in all kinds of movies and he's Zoltan and um and he has that thing he does on that and he's so political and he's so great and he used to do talk soup and anyways I get to open for him I get to do 10 minutes um on two different shows on March 27th at Alameda Comedy Club and anyone in the area can get those tickets it's Alameda Comedy Club Hal Sparks I'm over the moon I'm gonna like I don't even know what I'm going to, I'm going to try not to fangirl out on him, but I'm totally going to be backstage sharing a green room like, oh my God. So I love it when you like talk about Republicans and stuff and then like you totally make fun of Christians and then like the GOP and you say all these smart things and I'm going to, I'm going to freak out. 
I really hope he's listening to all of that. <laughs> oh, I've got a joke. <laughs> that would be good. He's my Somebody favorite Disney dad. If you've never seen the show Lab Rats, it, it goes into all the fetishes. Like he starts out as an eccentric millionaire and he has so much money, but he loves kids and he makes these bionic kids. And then they're kids and they keep it a secret and this other kid finds out. But then as it goes through season to season, the kids kind of start getting like to be later teens and they're wearing these, I mean, I don't know, they look, it's like I'm, I'm watching it as a nanny and I'm trying to be like, okay, be hot for the dad, be hot for the dad. <laughs> Sorry. Disney. I'm sorry. It's, I don't know what they're doing, man. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something geeky here, Pam. But I just googled him because I was like I was like I know who he is, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't mixing him up with somebody else. And he's Libra, so uh huh. Like so are you? So yeah. I mean, well, and he's he was in the other thing he did that's super famous. He was in Queer as Folk, and one of my buddies bought tickets to the show already and he was like i came out of the closet because of him you have no idea i can't even wait to see him like i'm so excited i'm like i like so I'll, i'm fangirling out with all kinds of people like because he's also he was like the lead character on queer as folk and then that was the whole thing like is he really gay is he not gay and he's like i'm queer does it matter and like and anyways there's big conversations oh, oh well. yeah because i i remember him from like talk soup yeah right which is a long time which is a long time ago <laughs> anyways Oh, well. Am I going next? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I'm going to unmute myself also. Have I been unmuted this whole time and talking? Am I muted now? Can yeah. you guys hear me? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, so these are two more. Um, these are new shit from... Rock opera. Um, that's one. Okay. So this one is called Two Minutes and Five Seconds. Why am I on this stage if you are not ready to play that pick? That pick, it's in your fingers. You're worrying it with your thumb. The pick and you're fretting. Pick, pluck. Click, pluck, play the song. You are forcing me to resort to Mercedes-Benz sing-alongs. Play the damn song. I'm not a game show host. Is everybody having a good time? Okay, you can do better than that. Come on. Is everybody having a good time? That's what I like to hear. I've given the sound guy the okay, so we're ready to go. Oh, Lord. Won't you buy me Hey, Mercedes bands? I should have walked off that stage going, that's it. <laughs> that's the first one. And number two poem is actually, I think might be the actual closing poem for the whole thing, but we'll see what it is. It's called Drowning Sounds Like Crumbling. Almost every time I've been in that bar, the water, my ocean moon is a curse. That water makes a crumbling sound. I feel blood in my ear, cartilage. A crumble is a scratching and descending notes, items, atoms, hitting a surface. Doesn't have to be ground, could be a brain pan, all thud. There was water at the high tide last night. BB summoned me there. It was my birthday beer and he left the band and we'd seen it 
through the oil fumes coming, he's going solo and he's taking the rest of the boys with him. My birthday beer and the last thing in my life I didn't tend with these unmerciful waters withers now alone in the high tide. So that's my new shit. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm gonna mute myself now. Yay. If I can. Can I mute myself? Gallery. The high tide yeah. still uh, exists cool. exist in San Francisco. It's on Geary Street. It's on my block. It's on Geary yeah, and Jones. On, yeah, no, I know. It's right there. Yeah, Taylor. it's right there. It's still, it still exists. Jones. Jones. <sighs> Shalimar. Does anyone else want to go? Andy, aren't, don't you have anything this week? I don't. Or I haven't written anything in. It feels like ages. Now I'm just rubbing my makeup off. Well, pull out, um, pull out an old one because you have to do poems more than once so people can make requests. So, like, I found this, which is like, I don't know if you can see people on the radio can't see because it's radio. Um, but yeah, this is like the first little thing that I put together, like when I started doing poetry. Um, so I actually, sorry, um, that industrial estate industrial estate I went to um, with the graffiti. Um, the guy whose work I went to see actually took, like, actually did this. I don't know if you can see it. But I, I didn't know about him like four years ago. I just happened to use that photo as the front cover of this little thing that I sold. Um, it's pretty crazy that now I'm taking photos of his stuff. It's like full circle sort of shit. Um, I'll do one from this and then one from another one that I together if that's all right is that cool um right yeah i haven't read this and jesus christ man, I, I smiled when i okay sorry i just got a message uh yeah i haven't read this in like forever it's very short it's called surrender if love was indeed a war then every kiss was a small victory and every time our fingers slipped away from one another was a bitter heavy defeat. With every night's sleep spent anywhere but by your side, the urge to raise that white flag grew stronger. Sweet. That's that. Um, Yay! Wow, I haven't read that in ages. It's like, it's like an old friend. Um, uh, this next one is called Serenade, and it's probably the same length. The ocean called her name. Eyes closed in dreams, waves would crash. Gulls would serenade as she slept, while sea air made its way into her lungs. She would be short and sweet. I can probably do one more. There's another one that I thought about doing. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, does anyone else want to go? Oh, I, I don't have any more that I like in this. It's like, I don't write like, like, I was looking at the first chapbook I brought out and like some of the stuff in there, I'm like, the fuck's that doing in there, dude? Like, why? Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a learning process, I suppose. Um, 
feel the way about my first novel. I reread it now, and I'm, I'm, I almost feel embarrassed. Like, I'm reading, and I'm like, oh, my God, I let 500 people read this. And it's like, oh, ah, it kills me. Uh, Who thinks that Pam should come on and read a novel? What's, yeah, what's <laughs> the novel called? Pam, where can we get it? Oh, you can get it on Kindle for 99 cents. It's called Voices. And uh, uh, it's on Kindle. It's we've been there. doing this nearly a year. We've been we've, we've been, been doing, doing this show a year. This is the yeah, first time yeah. I've heard this. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is the first time I've heard about this. What what we can oh. get this on Kindle? Yeah, there's a it's like it's a novel I wrote in like 2011 or something. It got published and it's still on Kindle. It's 99 cents, and it's called Voices. You just look up Pam Benjamin Voices on Kindle and you can get it. And it's um it's That's a novella. Amazing. It's like, um, yeah, that one's out. It's about a guy. Um, trying to escape an ins insane asylum and you don't know it's very like one flew over the cuckoo's nesty but kind of modernized and i don't know i'm uh but that's it's awesome that, that's it's my weekend sorted that's brilliant but my point is like you go back 10 years and you're like oh my god the thing you thought 10 years ago that you're like i am the i am the best writer that ever wrote in the history of the <laughs> written language and then i go back and i'm like oh pammy so cringy oh god so I'm Before glad it the, takes you um, 10 years. It takes me about 10 weeks. <laughs> Before the Valentine's Day show, like I tried to, um, I was like, oh, I guess I should like plug the the DVD or the DVD, the CD that I made doing keep these sweet. Dirty Blue songs. Yeah, Keep Sweet. And um, like I, I, it used to be on CD Baby, but you guys, I fucking just Googled it and like, look what I found. <laughs> I literally never put it on fucking Amazon myself. I don't know who's selling it. I don't know why it's fucking nine hundred and sixty-nine dollars. Wow! Like what? What the fuck is that? Like I that think I know. I think I know why because it's got a sixty-nine in it, and if it's raunchy songs, you know, you want a sixty-nine somewhere. Well, it's an it's a collector's it's a collector's item at this point. But it's not. I have fucking because like, which I have cases of it. So you like, need to put them on Amazon for nine hundred and fifty-six dollars. I was like, oh my god, like what is going on? Like, how is that even remotely possible? Anyway, you I, I was just like, I don't believe it. That's in that's insane. That's like just it's just insane. And there's no way. But anyway, so someone out there bought it and is reselling it on Amazon, and is it and it's very expensive. You're gonna need to keep track of that to see if it actually sells. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, you know, I, I saw somebody's book on Amazon that you know for like 150 bucks, and there was only like 15 at the publisher. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I oh, that's fun. Yeah. I have that book back. It's still in Chicago now, but I remember I read it, but I don't. It was so long ago. And if I don't talk about a book that I read, like if I read a book and I don't talk about it with somebody, it's like I didn't read it. Yeah. There's Pam, a did you ever watch that show Wonderfalls about the about the the woman who has the hallucinations and you know like little animals are telling her to do stuff to help people out and stuff. No, but that sounds rad. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great show. It only survived one se one season, but you know the same guy that did uh, you know pushing daisies was the, was the writer on, and it's a really wonderful show. Rad. Well, is that the is is that the end? CPCL was like the perfect timing today. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. got to read. Everyone got so. to do their thing. Yeah. We all got to write new poems with like phrases. Hell yeah. That's right. Woo. And I'm working on, on a book, my book, The Geppetto Chronicles. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's fun to write around a theme. I wrote like a ton of Jesus poems all about like Jesus being my boyfriend and trying to break up with him and that whole series. It's like, it's like a series of like 15, <laughs> 20 poems, but it's nice. It gives you like something to coalesce your thought around and yeah. I think breaking up with Jesus would be pretty easy to do though. You just, you know, you, you break up and he says, okay. Turns the other cheek. Yeah. Pretty, pretty except, easy. Except that he keeps coming back and wanting to hold your hand while you sleep. And he's like, look, I'm carrying you. And it's like, I got this one. Thanks, Jesus. I don't need the or one. Or like, the, you think the relationship's dead, but he keeps bringing back, it back to life again. Exactly. Ooh. You just can't. Every three days, I'm like, let me go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Well, yay. I can't wait to see what happens in the next two weeks. And, um, be safe in right. this pandemic. Right. So, um, for next week, like everybody, like um, so I sent out the month, the our little monthly, our our newly instituted monthly update. Um, so the next, uh, the next one will be on the twenty fourth, and we're gonna experiment with doing scratch poetry. Yay. So if you are interested, if you have pieces that you're working on and you are brave enough to come up with questions, it's directed feedback. So it's not like your average MFA program feedback where everybody fucking falls in on your writing like a bunch of vultures. It's basically you ask the questions you want answered that you're in, that you think, you know, like what are you, what your concerns are. And then we'll all do it and you'll be part of a group of probably me and I don't know who else who will be doing the same thing. So we'll all be committed to even like, you know, say only three other people show up. You'll at least have the other people in the scratch poetry cohort that will be helping you with feedback. So that's how that's going to go. It'll only be the first hour of like today, like how we kind of did the first half at Phrasis and then next half open mic. So we'll always be doing the open mic, but we'll just be doing something different for the first part of it. So yeah, if you got stuff that you kind of like want feedback on, um, as if like you're like, some of you are new here, we're a pretty encouraging group. Um, for yeah, like, and our, obviously our big rule is don't be a dick. So <laughs> <laughs> that rule will apply to the scratch poetry night um it's just i don't know i mean maybe i just haven't seen it um uh, being done anywhere else outside of the theater community and i thought since we're all kind of sharing stuff with each other especially like today like lisa and i did new shit um i can't remember i didn't see, like i <coughs> chat other people probably did new shit too so i feel like we might as well take advantage of that yeah. and like you know use each other in a good way, not a bad way, <laughs> for as as like you know fellow writers who are in a supportive atmosphere. So that's my big spiel about that. So there you Flash go. fiction too. Yeah, I don't anything, anything, anything you're working on. All so. right, and that's all been right. CPCL cool. for this week. Thanks so much to Aaron Gannon and I'm Andy go. Talbot. I got bo- and I got all of our people that were here Andy today. And, um, uh, love you all. Andy and Pam. We're all out of here. I'm unplugging the world, and I'm super.